Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of my UC Bearcats. All right, guys, you found the show. Do me a favor, smash that thumbs up. Hit that like and subscribe button. I'm up to 740 subscribers. So let's keep it rolling. Try to get to 1,000 as fast as we can. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell everybody about Sports of Strawberry Ice. Click on the link. We're doing live video chats today. Hopefully, uh, internet's kind of going screwy today. I don't know if Jeremy's going to be able to join me or not. We tried it a couple of times, and he's kind of choppy, so it might just be me. We'll see what happens. Now, this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys. As my light flickers on and off over there. <laughs> uh, tonight is the college football rankings. Now, the AP poll has UC at number six, Ohio State at number three. So more than likely, that's probably the way it's going to be. I hope so. I mean, I don't see how they will not have Cincinnati ranked number six in the country with Florida losing. Um, the door is open. I don't think it's a big door, but the door is open. If Notre Dame uh, beats Clemson, that would give Clemson two losses. So I still don't think they're getting the Bearcats into the college football playoffs. I think they will put Texas A&M over them. Or they'll just keep Clemson in there, which honestly, that's how I think it's going to be. I think the top four is going to stay the top four, in my opinion, going in the final say so. But we got a lot of college football going on. And uh, Luke Fickle, some more UC news, was named the AP or AAC coach of the year. So that's good for him. And D coordinator Marcus Freeman was one of the final semifinalists for the Boyles Award. So that's good for him. Marcus Freeman is going to be a head football coach, my prediction, somewhere next year. So, it's like I said, we got a live video chat, and there's, hey, my light's back on. That's good. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see here what we got going on. Uh, Crown, you got, you say, you see, should be number six. I agree with you. They should be number six. Um, that's, I don't see how they can't. Um, be number six because, I mean, yeah, we didn't play. Not our own fault. Not our fault we didn't play. But the thing is what UC has to do for any of this, any shot to um, get into the college football playoffs, they have got to blow Tulsa out. I mean, blow them out, um, which is they've had to do with every team this year. Uh, the only one they really didn't do it with was Central Florida, but – to me, if you watch the game, I mean, yeah, Central Florida started off hot, but then UC came back, and it really it wasn't that close of a game. I know the score makes it seem like it was closer than it actually is. So, all right, let's see here. Deuce, I think you're new. What's up, brother? Deuce, What's the what the Big Ten did was some BS. Oh, yeah, we, dude, we've talked about this on our show a lot. Um, yeah, the Big Ten completely screwed this thing up for Ohio State. I mean, completely. I mean, to one, first of all, coming out early before anybody else did, saying they're not going to play until springtime, which was 
or fall. They want to start playing like now when it's the middle of, of winter and, you know, flu and cold season or, you know, normally that's when you get it. So yeah, let's play football now. That makes, makes more sense. So yeah. And then they didn't give them any, um, any time at all to make games up or anything that like that. What's up, Jeremy? What's going on, man? Can you hear me? Is your internet better? Oh, uh, you, you got the crazy uh, Alabama internet. It's not too good today. Is it bad? Is it still Is it still pretty choppy? Still pretty choppy. I, I'm having a hard time hearing now. So everybody else, which, I mean, I don't know if I can do the chats if you're having this hard internet. Uh, let's try it. Let's see what's going on. Um, the question is, do or, or D-U-D-E-U-C at 102 said, uh, Deuce 1102 said, what the Big Ten did was some big and actually saying BS with uh, putting Ohio State the championship, which I think that may have what you're what you're trying to say you can clarify. But that's where I think actually after I read it, it's probably what he means it's that they put Ohio State in the game over Indiana. Everybody says they can hear us fine, so maybe it's just me. Uh, well, they can hear they can hear if they have to deal with it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, if you guys can all both hear us, I guess that's great. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I think we're good. I start off the show. Uh, just talk about AP 25, AP top 20. You know, it's Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Texas A&M, and Cincinnati. That's what they do. And I think that's what the college football rounds are going to have tonight. Um, but said yesterday's show, say Notre Dame beats Clemson. In my opinion, Clemson should be out. They're two loss team. No two should be in there when you have three undefeated teams. So that I I don't think they're gonna let you I think they'll let they'll make te- Texas AM uh being there in the in the final four. Jeremy, are you there? Yeah, dude, it's it's pretty choppy. Uh, it's <laughs> I I'm sorry, man. Uh, dang it. I don't really know what to do tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I get yeah, we'll probably have to uh get through this tomorrow and maybe do it again uh, because I'd love to talk about guys, but us sitting here choppy. I'm sure you guys don't want to uh, sit and listen to it or us trying to hear each other if it's on our end or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, it's not, not going to be good. It's not going to be good. So, all right, brother. I'll, all right. Deuce. Uh, it's a five game minimum referring to that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They should have, uh, five game minimum rule is what I'm f- referring to. Yeah, that they made their own rule. That's a five game minimum, and then they changed their own rule. But I mean, that that's the whole dumb thing that the Big Ten I think did. They did all all this weird stuff where you know they didn't give them any any room to get on, you know, to play, to make up games or any of that. So it was a crap show from the beginning, you know. Hang on a second. Uh, there you go. So, yeah, it, it's been a crap show from the beginning as far as the way they handled this whole thing. Not giving them enough time to play the games. 
thinking everybody's going to follow them, which nobody followed them except for the Pac-12, and they, they've done an even worse job. But also Pac-12, they they got so many crazy COVID rules out there, so it's kind of not their fault, but it kind of is. So, yeah, for all that going on, it's, yeah, it is been interesting. Uh, Crip, you said we're going to be number five. Ah, I don't see that. I don't think they're going to jump us up. They're not going to jump us above Texas A&M. There's no way because, like I said, Iowa State jumped us. I mean, I had one guy at work said if uh, if Oklahoma beats uh, Iowa State in the Pac-12 or uh, the Big 12 championship, they'll they'll jump Oklahoma in. So, let's see here. Uh, a rule is a rule. Of w- of it wasn't o- OSU. Do you think it would be different? Oh, if it wasn't OSU, do I think it'd be different? Ah, uh, well, I don't know. I think they, if it's Michigan, you know, one of the big schools, they got a big fan base and a lot of money. Yeah, if it's Indiana, no, they would, they would, <laughs> they screwed Indiana. You know, so uh, yeah, I that's hard to tell. You know, it's hard to say that, but I, but definitely since it's Ohio State and they. Say it's their, you know, that's their best team, which I mean, I, I think Ohio State is their best team in the Big Ten. That, you know, that's one of the reasons they 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 did all that. So the other thing I got going on today is we can do some more college football talk, or we can talk about the Bengals, which we always talk about here. Who day? Uh natural ending. <laughs> Any Bengals news? Not that I know of. Um, but my question, I guess, and I kind of, we kind of hinted around at this on the show of, you know, firing Zach Taylor and he needs to go. And, if, you know, if you only have four wins in two years, and I kind of was thinking about it today. If you fire Zach, which I'm not, I think they should, I don't think they will. But if they do, and let's say, San Diego fires their coach. I think there's a good shot. Eric Bieniemy, which is the guy I think most of us want, would go there. So, if you don't get Eric Bieniemy, and we got, and I'm talking about realistic guys that we can get. I don't want to hear Zimmer. I don't want to hear guys that have jobs. I don't want to hear Rex Ryan. I don't want to hear these guys. I want to see legitimate guys, you know, that could be head coaching candidates come here. I don't know of any. You know, I don't. I don't know of any. Other than the enemy, that could be good. Dude says Mike Mike Brown won't. Yeah, I don't think Mike Brown. Honestly, I don't think Mike Brown is going to fire Zach Taylor. I really don't. He's never fired a coach after two years. Three years has been the shortest, and the only one he actually fired was Dick LeBeau. <laughs> Coslick quit. So. What do you guys got? All our QBs are hurt. You mean the Bengals? Robert, let's see. All right, Robert, let's see if you can. Uh, what's up, buddy? Can, can you hear me? I'm still trying to get Robert. <laughs> hold on, hold on, man. And again, <laughs> not a good day for the internet. Uh, my internet is fine. It's the damn headset. Oh, <laughs> hold on. Try to get it to connect again. See if it'll work. Hello, Robert. Hello, Robert. 
Hello. All right, let me uh, just jump back or wave when you when you can hear me. <laughs> I'll bring you back on. All right, uh, Griff. Uh, I can see Taylor staying, and the Bengals getting a new DC. Yeah, that's kind of what I think is going to be the move. You know, and part of punctuation says, "Yep," to all our quarterbacks being hurt. Yeah, all our quarterbacks are hurt. <laughs> I mean, if we got to have, if we got to have uh, Finley start this week, which I, I haven't heard anything about Brandon Allen. I don't know if he's going to be able to play or not. But yeah, but getting getting to the Bengals, that, that's that's more of the move that I think they're going to make. You know, is firing the DC. Hopefully, getting rid of the O line coach because, like I said, he and I said this before on lots of shows, he's the reason that we didn't, in my opinion, we didn't draft any more offensive linemen because I think Zach and Duke listened to their coaches and they listened to Armadillo and Armadillo wanted all these guys and they went and got them. Now you got to give it. Look at it this way: lots of them are, are injured. You know, <laughs> Trey Wayne's has been gone. All right, Robert's got thumbs up. All right, let's try here. All right, Robert, what's going on, man? All good now? Yeah, I'm good now. I got it to work. I don't know what was going on with it. <laughs> I don't know. We're having internet issues today. <laughs> Jeremy can't get on. Well, I get on, but he's I can't hear him. He's choppy. So, yeah. What's up, brother? What's going on? That's what I was gonna say. I'll just take Jeremy's spot today for you, so you got somebody on with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see all these people taking shots at myself. Taking shots, taking shots at Ohio State again today. I mean, if yeah. Michigan has healed up now magically, and they're playing, and they're playing, so mm-hmm. why why couldn't they play last yeah, I week? I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I, I think I I might have read something that um I, I that they had I don't know like fifty guys out last week or something like that. Now all of a sudden they're magically better. But the thing is, I heard today on the morning. That Thursday, I think they opened up their weight room. And then Sunday, they were out there practicing. So if they could have practiced Sunday, why in the world could they have not played Saturday? <laughs> you know? That's my point. I mean, I, I think they knew they was going to get yeah. smacked real hard and didn't want to look too bad. Yeah, that's what I think. I, I, I think they took a shot just trying to keep OSU out. They, I mean, that's that's what I think. I think it was total just, you know, we're going to try to screw you because <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get our ass whooped anyway. <laughs> so, Yeah, I just wanted to jump on and mess with Jeremy since he couldn't be on take a shot at him because his Alabama internet. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Alabama internet. All right, brother, I'm going to let you go. Natural's wanting to jump on here. Appreciate right, you, Robert. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Take it easy. See you, man. All right. Uh, Natural, what's up, brother? Hello, natural. Can you hear me? Yep, loud and clear. What's up, buddy? Uh, nothing. Just think about what you said about uh Taylor. I mean, he, Eric Bieniemy is a good choice it's, as his replacement, but will Mike Brown? Because I, honestly, I was thinking about this, and I don't know if you remember when he was uh, his introduction. Natural, you saw your dude. You sound you sound like you're in a tunnel. You're cutting in and out oh. a lot. Oh, try try to jump me... back on again. Just, all right. Not, yeah, just yeah, try to jump back on. All right. <laughs> live show, people. Live show. When it doesn't work, it doesn't work. All right, let's see here. 
Brad, maybe Mike Brown will attack the O-line of free agency like he did the defense last year. I read a Sports Illustrated article saying that John Tony from the Patriots is a must for the Bengals to sign. Yeah, and he's a guard, and that's the thing. I, that's a good point there, which actually I got something else that you posted in the ice bar, Brad, but I'll, I'll get, to, get to that in a minute. But um, that's the thing. If the Bengals, if they draft Suell, number, number three pick, and they sign Tunney as a guard, then to me the offensive line is fixed, and you can get a pass rusher in, a second, in the second round. So that might be a good a good thing for for them to do. Now you post Brad, you posted this. I think it was you. I posted in the ice bar where they had they they, they had ja- Jacksonville number one and and Washington number two, which is completely wrong. <laughs> I mean, the Jets are going to get the number one pick. They haven't won a game yet, so that's the number one pick. Jacksonville is number two, and then it's the Bengals. So I, I, you, it was for Bleacher Report or something, but that I, that's that's not. I don't know where you got it from, <laughs> but that's uh that is incorrect. And I posted the link to you back. Uh, yep, Luke Fickle is definitely the goat, best, I think best college football coach we've had since Brian Kelly. And it's funny, Notre Dame fans not that long ago were calling for Brian Kelly's job. I'm like, dude, Brian Kelly's a good coach. You guys just need to calm down. And that's. And that brings me back to Zach Taylor again. It's like two years. Like I know four years, four wins in two years. It's hard. I it's hard to keep them. I'm just who do you get? Who is out there that's better? You know, and you, you can say anybody. Okay, who? Because <laughs> they got to you know they got to make the the choice. All right, now let's try this again. Let me click you on there. What's up, buddy? Natural. Hello, natural. Are you there? Natural, natural, natural. Going once, natural. Going twice. Hey, on. Nope. Noise, natural. Nope. Can't hear anything, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what's going on. I must be. I'm plugged in. So I don't know what's going on, man. I'm not sure why I have a hard time hearing people. Um. So, all okay, right. Let's see here. Yes. A-A-A-A-A. AAC championship game this weekend. Yes, it's going to be a big game, big football weekend for UC and Ohio State fans. You got the, you start the game off, start the day off watching Ohio State. Then you can bring on the Bearcats, the the main team in prime time, baby. That's the thing, too. It's eight o'clock. They need to go and ball out and see if they can uh, have something there. Jeremy, what's up, buddy? What's going on, man? <laughs> Just using your phone now to see if that works. Yeah, yep. I don't. It. it the, I'm sure my phone's working fine. The internet. The internet's fine. I don't get it. I don't. It's got to be me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm plugged in, dude. You're. You're second. What's that? I said you're still lagging. Oh, am I? I hear you. And now you're free. Yep. It might. I don't know. Let me get the damn. See what he's got okay. going on. See if I can get him again. <laughs> Third time, natural. Are you there? Hey, Jeff. Can you hear me? Jeff? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, you can hear me? I can sort of hear you. Can you hear me? Yep. What's up? Hey, uh, talking about uh, – I don't know if you remember uh, Zach Taylor's uh, introductory press conference two years ago. 
Yeah, uh, it must be my internet today, dude. I don't know. I can't hear you. I cannot hear. I am plugged in. I don't know. Maybe we'll just, we'll, we'll just forget the video chats today and just talk on on the chat because I it must be my internet. I'm plugged directly in. I don't know what's going on. Let's see here. That's speakers. That's battery. Internet. Yeah, I'm on the right internet. Let me see here. Let me. Yep, yep. I got full. I'm full. I got full bars on my internet. Yeah. I don't know. It's as many bars as I normally have. I don't know. All right. Let's just forget the video chats. Let's just go with the uh, regular chat here. <laughs> All right, Jay. I don't care. How many national championships Ohio State won? The Bearcats are going to be number one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everybody got crip. Everybody's saying it's my internet. It must be mine. I don't know. I, like I said, I'm plugged. I do the same thing I've done every single day. So. But the thing is, you guys can hear him. That's great. But I can't hear him, and Jeremy can't hear me. So <laughs> it's hard to have a show. <laughs> yeah. Natural. I don't, I, dude, I don't think it was – I don't think it's – I don't think it's you, dude. I think it's my internet because I'm having a hard time here. You guys, everybody can hear me, so we're good. We'll just talk. Forget the live chats. We'll just we'll just talk on the uh, on the rare chat row. So, yeah, my Wi-Fi must be jacked up. So, you guys, can you guys hear me? I mean, I'm my am I choppy? Am I cutting? Am I cutting in and out a lot now? You guys have a hard time hearing me because that'd be a problem if you guys can't hear me. Anyway, um, I'll keep talking. So, uh, where was I? At? Yeah. So anyway, all right. I guess the biggest question I was talking about is you got you know Ohio State college football, Bearcats college football, and then you got the Bengals. Who do you guys think should be the next? Hey, coach, who, what candidate out there other than that's available out there other than um, Eric Bieniemy would you want to hire? So I don't know. <clears throat> I'm not sure. Uh, Dalton's on. What's up? Let's just say here. Okay. If you fire him, it sends a message that his performance isn't acceptable. It might facil- facilitate someone worth grabbing actually seeking to come here. Oh, we can hear you. Good. You can hear me. No, I, I'm not saying don't fire him. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying who is there a candidate out there that we should go get? You know, I, I everybody says Eric Bieniemy. I don't know of another one that's viable. I, I, I'm, not saying Do- I'm not saying Zimmer. I'm not saying... I don't want somebody said Jack Del Rio and, and Rex Ryan yesterday. And both of them are losing coaches. I mean, they haven't been, you know, they've had one or two good years and that's, that's it. They're not ones that I would say. Now this is, this is an interesting one. Crypt. I think Crypt said this a couple of times, Darren Simmons, which will be, that'd be an interesting one to, to try and, you know, make the head coach. Now this is also, now me and Jeremy have got on, uh, 
Zach about putting Erickson in there at, back there at you know Palmer's turn all the time. But isn't it Darren Simmons who's in charge of that? So and he keeps putting it back there. So it's I, you know I'm not saying that he shouldn't. He wouldn't be a good viable head coach. But that that is somebody uh, that we could. Oh, Tony voted for me. Thanks, Tony. I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> I'm still losing. <laughs> if you guys are a member of the Ice Bar, uh, we got a Jeremy put the poll up there that who's the funniest guy on the show. And me, Jeremy, or Mike. And right now, Jeremy's winning. I, I think I think Jeremy's cheated. I think he's went on, and I think he's voting for himself twice. That's what I think. Uh, all right, Mike. What's up, Mike? Hey, Jeff. When does the committee playoff come on, and what channel? It's on at seven o'clock. It's on ESPN. So, I'll be getting off here by seven if I. All right, let's see here. Uh, Brad, <clears throat> this won't be a popular p- opinion, but I like what you said, Jeff. Who else is available? The enemy might go anywhere. Zach's not all bad. Holds players accountable. And I think his play calling it fits jo- Joey B. That, okay, that's another that's a good, another good point. I had this conversation with somebody at work where he was saying that Zach, and I didn't agree with him. He said Zach didn't coach to the talent on his team. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? He said, because he was throwing, you know, 40-something times a game. I said, okay, but they can't run the ball. I mean, I, I, they proved it last week. They tried to run the ball. The offensive line, there's no holes for anybody to run. So when Zach Taylor, 90% of the time, he runs it on first down. If you only get a yard or two and you're at, you know, say you don't get any yards, say you're at second 10 or second at nine, second and eight, that's not good. So you have to throw it then, you know, because you you got to try to get, you know, conversions. You got to get first downs. And if you're not running the ball, which they have not been able to consistently run the ball all year, and I, even with Joe Mixon, and people say you got to yeah stick with it, yeah stick with it, yeah stick with it. But if it's not going anywhere and you're already down, you know, a touchdown or two touchdowns or whatever it is, you got to work with what you got. And to me, Zach. Doing basically, and Joe doing a three-step drop and getting the ball out was what Zach had to work with. You know, he couldn't do Joe. We said this before. Joe couldn't do a five-step drop. He would get sacked. He would get sacked at a three-step step drop. You know, and one of the things are rolling is three steps, bam, balls out. And that's to me where I think people want Zach to do something that this team wasn't isn't capable of doing. Because their offensive line sucks, you know. We can't run the ball. There's no holes for guys to go to, you know. And you can't make holes. You can't run over everybody all the time. I mean, I mean, Mixon is one of the best running backs in football. And yes, he's made it work the last couple of years, but that's because he's so good, you know. So he, him not being there the last five or six games has really shown how the offensive line has just sucked. You know, and I, so that's where I'm like, people are complaining that Zach threw it too much. I'm like, what's he supposed to do? You know, I I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not sure what he's doing. What are you supposed to do? What's up, Crown? What about the bobbleheads? Oh, let me bring this over. What players are the bobbleheads? What the Bengals ones here? These are the old ones. That's TJ. That's Palmer Johnson, Graham. Uh, I got Reds one, Sunny Gray, my boy Sabo right there. 
Uh, that's Trevor Bauer and a whole bunch of red. I actually got the Parker Concepcion, a whole bunch of uh, bobbleheads back there. So, all right, let's see here. Anthony, what's up, buddy? Or Antonio, sorry, my bad. If Notre Dame wins and Ohio State wins, UC over AM. It should be. I mean, that's what I think, but I don't I don't think they'll do it. Anthony, I agree with you. It you you usually should go over AM. They're an undefeated team. And people say, well, they didn't play anybody. Like the, all they could do is play their conference this year. That's it. There wasn't any way they could play anybody else. Again, why it brings to me to my point. This is the year they should have expanded the playoffs. You know, do a freaking bubble. It, it's 2020. It's a year of the bubble. You know, take all six teams, go to Atlanta, go to Arizona, go, go somewhere, quarantine for a week, whatever you got to do, and go play the playoff games. You know, that's what I think they should have done. But who am I? I'm just guy with the YouTube show. <laughs> all right, Burrow is the GOAT. Brandon is the GOAT. Luke Fickle is the GOAT. MJ is the GOAT. LeBron is the GOAT. All right. I agree with everybody. Le- MJ is the greatest basketball player ever. Sorry. Bar none. The next guy, I only say next guy, but the other guy that you can call the GOAT will be a guy named Oscar Robinson. And everybody forgets about him. That dude was bad. Badass. Uh, all right. Let's see here. Tony. Wait, go up here. Ohio State didn't play anybody either. Yeah, I, I, I that's kind of my, I, I, that's what I threw back at, at. And this guy's a Michigan fan. He's not even an Ohio State fan. But I'm like, yeah, obviously Ohio State really didn't play anybody either. I mean, no juggernauts, you know. So th- like I said, everyone's to throw UC's record at him. I mean, I mean, who did I, okay? Who did Alabama play? Really, that's really really good this year. I mean, S- LSU isn't that good. Auburn just fired their coach, so they weren't that good. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, there hasn't been this big, epic, oh, my God, I got to watch this game tonight for college football. Alabama, LSU, Ohio State, Michigan. There wasn't that this year because half the team, the guys couldn't play because of COVID or whatever. So, I mean, that's where people tick me off when they keep saying about the – they didn't play, but nobody really played anybody this year. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool the 16 playoff. I mean, that was this is the year to do it. And they haven't said, I don't think they're doing it. They haven't said one freaking word about it at all. So, yes, Big O, Oscar Robinson, one of the, I really wish he would have played in a different era. You know, if he could have played in the in the 80s, you know, I mean, he was he actually stopped retired before I was even born. I think 73 is when he retired. So, um, but yeah, he everybody forgets about the Big O. You cannot forget about them. But yeah, that's where, I mean, the way college football should be, it should be if Notre Dame beats Clemson, which I think Notre Dame's got a shot at beating Clemson. I really do. Um, now, now at this point, if Florida beats Alabama, I don't really, I'm, all they're going to do is drop Alabama t- to number two. That, that's not going to hurt them. And Florida's not going to jump up. So that's, that's out the window of Florida losing this past week, but it also helped UC jump up, I think to six, hopefully tonight. But that's that's the thing though. It's like everybody it used to be in college football. You gotta go undefeated. You gotta go undefeated. You gotta go undefeated. You know. Well, now it's like we gotta go undefeated, but you gotta play the right people. But if you're in the American, it's hard to play. You play who is on your schedule, especially this year. We couldn't play anybody else. 
<laughs> you know? Uh, let's see here. What bowl game did the Bearcats play in last year? Oh, they played in the Birmingham Bowl. It was awful. I mean, they had they started with it. It didn't get started on time. It was a lightning strike, and then Boston College didn't even want to play the game. They didn't want to come back out and play, and it showed. They were not in it at all. The Bearcats completely destroyed destroyed it. Uh, let's see here, Jet. Uh, I'm doing my best to keep track of college football teams this year. Yeah, and it, that's the thing. It's kind of hard to figure out who played. You know. Well, okay, this team played that. How many players were they out? You know, how what, what happened with this? What happened with that? You know, you know, you know, it's been a very interesting, hard year. I would love to have some Cincinnati Royals stuff. I really want to get an Oscar Royals jersey. I got an Oscar Bearcat jersey. I didn't put that up today. But I do have that. I would love to get Cincinnati Royals, Royals stuff. And uh, that's why I, if I root – well, I mean, I root for the Cavs. But if the Kings are playing, I kind of – Back back in the day when Chris Weber was on the team, I was kind of a big Sacramento Kings fan because that's the Cincinnati Royals. That's what they were. All right, Tony, what's up? Not saying this as an Notre Dame fan, but I think the only games played that was really big and worth watching was Notre Dame Clemson. You get yeah, that that's a good that's a good one. I you know. I, and that's the thing. It's like we usually have, like, I mean, during college football season, there's like Saturday night, you know, it's on ESPN or it's on ABC or something. There's always some big Saturday night game. And we really haven't had that this year, you know, because there's a lot of the normal college football teams that are good suck this year. <laughs> like LSU isn't good. Alabama isn't that good. Or not Alabama. Auburn's not that good. Michigan isn't that good. Penn State. Had a terrible year. The Pac-12, we're not paying attention to the Pac-12. I don't, they're not even relevant this year. So yeah, USC and Oregon, all these teams. I mean, they're they're Pac-12 so screwed up, they're having a team play in their championship game because the team that's supposed to be in it can't play because of too many positive COVID tests. So again, do a six six game playoff. It be it makes so much sense to do that this year. So much sense. All right, Landon. A two-loss team shouldn't be ranked higher than an undefeated team like Iowa and Florida. Yeah, I completely agree. That's what ticked me off when they jumped Iowa State over us, and that's where they, they don't give UC any credit or anything, you know, or or even respect the American Conference. It sucks, but that's that's the way it is. All right, Antonio. Uh, depends on what conference, except except the ACC or AAC. Yeah, um, I can't remember what that. Well, well, I can't remember what your follow up. What you're following up there, <clears throat> but I mean, it's the AAC. They're not gonna. They're they're. What drives me nuts is they've talked. I've heard this on different radio shows where they'll blast the Big Ten, they'll blast the Pac-12 for not starting, but they're like, oh, you know, the SEC and the ACC and Big 12, and all, they all start on time. I'm like, hey, hello, what about the American? So, so did we. We started on time, but nobody ever, they don't even get met, uh, mentioned, you know, in that. It's, yeah. Penn State definitely sucked this year. They're not very good. All right. Let's see here. Is the AAC a legit conference? I mean, 
if you compare it to okay, normal years, probably not. This year, yeah, because I mean, every I mean, like I said, who I don't I think the SEC's been down this year. I think the Big Ten's been down this year. I think they all have been down this year. So this year, yeah, I think it's a good uh it's a good a good conference. I mean, and I mean the AAC's been down this year, you know, because normally we have Central Florida who's good. Memphis was good last year, but they're going. They got a new coach, so you know it's it's they're down. They're not. Yes, they're not at the same level. I think normally as the Power Five conferences. But the thing is. Central Florida deserved to be given a shot to try to play for the playoffs, national title, whatever it was two years ago, three years ago. When you go undefeated at a high level, which it is, American is a high-level conference. No, it's not the SEC. No, it's not the Big Ten. But it still is. It's still a high-level conference. I mean, it's like when Boise State was doing it. You know, everyone wanted to see them in there, and they never did it. It's just the thing that they need – to be given a shot. Yes, who's ever who's ever doing a test? Yes, I see you. I don't know. <clears throat> um. Okay. Uh. Sorry. Uh, Crown. UC needs to join the ACC. I would love to join the ACC. I mean, to me, the that's the. Conference. I mean, <clears throat> honestly, if you want to look at geographically, Big Ten is a conference they should be in. The Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Indiana, all of them are right around, right around us. You know, but that's never going to happen. But the ACC has more of our longtime rivalries. I would like it if they do that. Uh, also, to steal um, West Virginia from the Big Twelve, and then basically you have all the football rivalries that you see had in the Big East. <clears throat> They're all in there. They're all in the. Uh, AAC or ACC. <laughs> Quiet, Siri. I'm talking to you. <laughs> They're all in the ACC, so that's why I think that's the best conference for the Bearcats to go to. Uh, now they have to, you know, they they have to be uh, invited. Uh, oh yeah. Landon says, Apple, Apple kid, that would be totally awesome. Yeah, that would be totally awesome. And, and just thinking basketball, dude. <laughs> basketball, that would be such a legit conference if they got in that. Woo! That would be, I mean, you get to play Duke, North Carolina, all these guys every year. And, you know, I, like I said, and the thing is, that would bring up the recruiting. But <clears throat> um, Anthony, I think it's Anthony, brought up on yesterday's show. If you see, just I'll put it this way. This is what I think is going to happen. I think UC is going to play. Georgia in the Peach Bowl. That's what I think is going to happen. That's the one I've heard the most. If UC goes down to Atlanta and beats Georgia, because it's in Atlanta, Georgia's going to have a ton of of fans there. You know, it's and they're going to outnumber UC. But if they go down there and they could beat Georgia, he's already killing it at recruiting. He's going to kill it even more. So it's. It's a huge thing that can happen. And and I was talking about this yesterday with UC in the top 25, hell, in the top five or top six, probably tonight, in football. 
And they're going to be in the top 25 in basketball this year. I know they lost a heartbreaking one to Tennessee. But Tennessee, I guess that, that game in Tennessee, they looked a lot better. Now that was only their third game of the year. So that's what you, we all have to, we have to keep in mind with the basketball team. So you have two, two of your top programs, your football team and your basketball team, will be ranked in the top 25 in the same year. You got the facilities. You got the new new Fifth Third Arena. You got all this stuff. It's set up right now. As soon as somebody want, wants to expand, I think UC is the next, the next team. <clears throat> all right, AC Studios, what's up? Who could replace UConn? In the, I don't think they replaced them with anybody. I think they just let them go, which is kind of weird because UConn still plays football. I guess they just went independent this year, you know? I don't think they replaced it with anybody. Which that, that hurt the conference, not football wise, but basketball, basketball wise. I hurt UC because that was another good rivalry we had with them. Uh <clears throat> all right, let's see here. The natural just counting the days till Zach is no longer the head coach. <laughs> well, natural, like I said, okay. You fire him. Say, say be enemy. We don't get the enemy. Who do you hire? That's my that's my point. I'm not you know. Again, let's. I'm gonna clarify. I'm not saying two four wins in two years is not acceptable at all. But my question is, who do you hire? You know, because normally there's you know two or three hot you know coaches out there that are coordinators. I you know. I, I mean, I, I don't know who. But Eric Bieniemy is the only one I've heard. I mean, you got the guy from New England who slips from my mind right now, but he's turned down two different jobs. I ain't touching him. You know, my question. I mean, uh, Christopher mentioned the uh, uh, D coordinator for Denver that he could pot- potentially be one. Um, but I mean, just just in football talk, I haven't heard anybody mention who could be a coach or a good coach for them. Or, you know, next one to hire. <clears throat> the Big East 2011 to 2012 basketball season for UC was a fun one. Oh, yeah. The last year we were, we were in the Big East. Yeah. I mean, finally, uh, Mick got a good enough, good enough talent on his team to compete in the Big East. Cause, I mean, <clears throat> it was, <laughs> they gutted that program. He had, when Mick took over, they had one. Scholarship player. That was it. And that was the year we're going into the Big East. And I could not wait to get into the Big East because all I kept hearing about, well, Huggins only beats up on guy, a teams on Conference USA. And he wouldn't do that good in, in the Big East or a better conference or whatever, yada, yada, yada. And then they're fine getting in. I'm like, all right, we'll see. We'll see. And then they get rid of him. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, let's see here. You guys are blowing the chat up. I like it. Um, 18, 18 playoffs. Point blank. Just mad we're not going to have the same defense again. Yeah, I like yeah, eight team, eight team, eight teams or six teams. One of the two. Yes, Josh McDaniels. Thanks, Robert. Yeah, Josh McDaniels. I mean, I think he's good OC, but I I wouldn't touch him because he's he's turned down two different jobs. He was hired by Indianapolis and then he turned it down. I mean, uh let's see here. Jeremy, it's not so much as who you hire, uh, who you can convince to come here without a GM. 
Brown, Brown family has a bad reputation in the league. Well, yes, I don't think it's as bad as it used to be. I mean, they do have a quote-unquote GM. His name is Duke Tobin. It's, he's not named it. But uh, it's an NFL head coaching job. There's only, what, 32 of them? So if that's the shot you get, you take it most of the time. You know, Now, if it's you're competing for guys, yeah, they might – Go to San Diego, or they might go to the Jets, which I'm just, I don't even, these guys aren't even fired. Zach's not even fired yet. So it just depends on what, what jobs are open, you know? Okay, we got the best defense recruiter ever gotten for, for 2020 or 2022, I think. It'd be, oh. Yeah, he's like I said, there is a lot. If you guys really follow UC recruiting, Luke is absolutely killing it. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's not five star. Well, some of them are five star. He's getting some pretty good, some pretty good, uh, pretty good recruits. Dang it, Jeremy, it's killing me. I'm on the phone with Spectrum. I'll be back tomorrow, dude. I think it honestly, I, th I think it's my internet, maybe because other people. Could hear you. I couldn't hear you. You couldn't hear me. I have a hard time hearing people on the show. So maybe it's mine. Let's see here. Uh, Chris Bengals, Strawberry Ice, new Bengals head coach. <laughs> Bengals coach Marvin Lewis, come back. Yeah. Ah, Marvin, Marvin, that, that, that's, that, that, he's been six, 16 years is a long time to be in one place. And I love Marvin. I do, but it was time for him to go, you know. All right, Brad, maybe Vance Joseph could be a possibility for the next Bengals head coach currently. Eric. Yeah. But again, he was a head coach at Minnesota and it didn't go very good. So, you know, I'm not really, I'm not big on getting retreads. I mean, I mean, maybe he'll come here and maybe he'll do good. I mean, that, that is an option. I'm asking for options, but you know, that, I, I don't know. Go Bucks and who day? It's killing Jeremy. He can't get on the show with me today. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Keith, rumors are Zach Taylor will return next year. I really like, dude, Keith, I really do think he's going to be back. I don't think Mike Brown doesn't hire or fire guys after two years. I mean, he hasn't. Like I said, the shortest has been is three. And the only one he technically fired was LeBeau. You know, Kaza quit. Bungle fever, what's up? You got a new a new icon. I like it. <clears throat> Pat Fitzgerald from Northwestern would be a great head coach. I I have a hard time with college coaches because most of the time they don't work in the NFL. Not all the time, but there's been a lot of them that have been really good coaches in college football and have come to the NFL and sucked. So I'm not big on college coaches, but I do like Fitzgerald. He is a, he is a hell of a coach. <clears throat> he could be a possibility. Uh, when the season ends, the coaching candidates will become clear. Well, we only got three games. Normally, they eh, <laughs> they start coming out. I mean, people start talking. There, you know, I mean, there's already a job opening in Houston. So if you listen to the national shows, they've talked about that, and they can't really name anybody. You know, 
So yes, I they will come, become more clear, but I'm just surprised it's not. There's not more guys, more names out there that you hear of. I got it. There we are. Uh, Mara's heart and soul of Cincinnati. Yeah, I really like. Like I said, I like Marvin. They need to hire Eric Bianco. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, Stefan. That's what I said. I, I guess you just jumped on. But my point was, <clears throat> if they can't get the enemy, which there's there's a chance he might not come here. I, you know, just because we want him doesn't mean he's going to come here. Who do they get next? If you fire Zach and you can't get the enemy, and I don't want to hear, like I said, I don't want to hear Zimmer. Zimmer's got a job. We all would love to help get Mike Zimmer. You know, but he's got a job. He's not getting fired. So. <laughs> yeah. I, people have said that. Well, Jim Harbaugh's got to get fired. I, 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 I'm, I don't, I, I wouldn't want that, <laughs> but I'm, I, I, his brother's doing good in the NFL and he did good for the 49ers. Um, I, I don't, I'd have a hard time with hardball. <laughs> I just, I mean, I, I would, I, I don't know if that would be a good, that is an option. I'm asking for options. That That's an option. Let's see here. Natural. If Taylor is brought back, then I, it will be a repeat of the last two seasons. Now will it be a repeat of the last two seasons. If, if they get the offensive line fixed and they get the D line fixed, you know, I don't know because that's been the two biggest problems. If you can get the offensive line fixed and you can run the ball consistently, because if you look at the game, the two games that we won, we actually had a pretty consistent run game in those games. So I don't know if if it's going to be exactly the same thing. Because the thing is, talent wins games. Talent. That's the biggest thing. If you don't have the talent, you're not going to win the game. You know, yeah, everybody's like, oh, coaches make talent better. Not everybody, not all of it, you know. When you're pretty sour on the offensive line and on the defensive line, coaching can only do so much. I mean, like I said, like Josh Bynes in Sunday's game broke through the line twice, could sack the guy, or not sack the guy, but get the running back in the backfield and missed a tackle. You know, you're like, oh, that's coaching. They got to work on tackling. What if they worked on tackling 25 times and they still didn't do it? He's still getting tackled. But that's not. You know, so I, people always say, it, I think people put too much emphasis on the coach. I mean, look at, look at New England. They lost Brady. They're not as good as they were last year. Or do you, they weren't even that good last year. Or the years before that. You don't have the talent. I don't, you can have the greatest coach in the world and you get fired. You got to have talent. You And they have talent. I'm not saying that, but they just don't have talent on the lines. And the most important part, when you build a football team, you build it from the lines. Brown, Mike Brown never does that, but that's what you build it. You build it from your offense and defense line out. You know, we always he always does it the opposite way. So that's where I'm like, if you fix that, then Zach could have a winning season. I mean, I, I can't sit there and say it'd be the same thing. If you fix the two biggest problems on, on the team. Because last year, the biggest problem, along with the offensive line, was the defense. Our secondary is good. I would leave our secondary there. You know, I, I would I would leave it alone. It's good. The problem is we can't get to the quarterback. You know, that has been the biggest problem. We can stop the run, especially when we have DJ Reader in there. Um, 
and Gino and and um uh there guys slips my mind right now. When you get those guys back in there, we're gonna be able to stop the run. That's not gonna be a problem. It's the edges. We can't get around and get to the quarterback. You put pressure on the quarterback, that makes secondary better, that makes everything better. You have an offensive line where Joe Burrow can take more than a three-step drop and can get the ball deep, that opens that up. You have a line who can open holes for Joe Mixon to run through. That makes it better. All I mean, if you fix the offensive and defensive line, I think with Zach Taylor, we can have a winning team. I really do. I don't, you know, so talent wins games more than coaching does. It does. I mean, it, it just does. I mean, coaching helps a lot. If you have a really good coach and you have a talented team, you got both of it. So, oh, okay. Let's hear. Sorry, hold on for a little. And that's not like I'm defending Zach Taylor again, but I just, I just drives me nuts when people are always like, fire to coach, fire to coach, fire to coach. But then people would say, well, you want to fire David Bell? That's because David Bell does dumb crap, <laughs> in my opinion. And I haven't seen people say Zach does dumb crap. I, I haven't seen it. I, I've seen him trying to work with what he has. And he doesn't have – you don't have that offensive line and you don't have that defense line. <clears throat> it, it's hard to get stuff. Facebook user, do me a favor. Go to Sports Strawberry Ice, subscribe so your name pops up. Um, Zach will be here next year. Lou and Turner will take the fall on this, and his worthless ass will be here next year. I don't want it, but the Bengal thing – I don't want it, but it's a Bengal thing to do. Zach is soft as soft serve going on summer's day. Why do people think that? I mean, because people got upset that he benched Geo. You know, so how is that being soft if he benched him? You know, how is it being soft when he keeps yanking guys out of games? How many times did it change the offensive line during the game? I mean, you guys think he has to holler and scream and yell. I mean, you don't always have to do that. If you don't let guys play, they're going to listen because they want to play. So I, I, I don't understand the whole soft thing. I don't, I mean, you guys want to be Bill Cowher and stick the chin out and snarl and growl and have drool coming out. And that's not necessary coaching. That's just yelling at people which i mean sometimes you have to and I, I, you know i'm not saying zach hell zach might have yelled at people i have no idea you don't always want to you know call people out in front of everybody maybe he does it behind closed doors but yanking guys out of games when they don't play good to me is not being soft sorry all right let's see here robert our biggest problem is tackling it's been for you yeah i i agree with you we, that has been a big, a big problem. That could, and then you, know, you say it, it's coaching, but I mean, I, we had a, I had a problem with that with, with Marvin's teams before, and he got. I remember him getting asked, "Do you guys practice practice tackling?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, we practice tackling every day. <laughs> so I mean, what, that was a problem then. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, that's another good one. I forgot about him. Um, yeah, Four Niners D coach. Yeah, he he would be a good. A good coaching candidate. Yes, I do, I do like I do like that. That's actually that's one of the best ones I've heard because he is probably going to be a head coach next year. 
hopefully we have a, a preseason. Oh, we're gonna have preseason. Yeah, I mean they got the vaccines are are on the way. Yeah, we're gonna have a preseason. I think it's weird that baseball is talking about pushing their season back to May until they get the vaccines. I'm like, I think it's by springtime. Lots of people are gonna be vaccinated who want to be vaccinated, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, let's see your Tony. Benching G- Gio wasn't being soft. It was being stupid. <laughs> well, either way, I mean, that's the thing. People say he doesn't do anything and he does something. Then you get pissed off that he did that. <laughs> so it's like, I, you can't win. I don't know. And that, that's Look, the thing kills me. And I, I believe this would have happened. If Joe hadn't gotten injured, I really do believe we could have won all these games. Like we, we could be. Washington, we were beating Washington, could beat the Giants. We could have uh, uh, beat uh, Cowboys last week. We could have beat these teams if Joe's there. And it could have changed this whole damn second half. And it's irritating because I don't think we would have beat the Squares or Ratbirds. But, all right, hang on a second here. Where? Wait. What? Wait, what do you got, Tony? Trying to read it up to other. Masks were needed more for. Okay, I don't know what that is. I don't know. Anyway, um, Keith, we're having problems. Trent, yes, transitioning from the four three to the three four. Yeah, we're supposed to be a three four defense. That's what Armadale wanted this year. We needed a three four defense ends, which are different than four three ends. And then we need outside linebackers able to complete complement the four three D. Yeah. And that's where I that's where I think they can get that this year. Now, if you thing is though, if you fire the D coach, you gotta keep the four three. You can't you can't switch it. You gotta stick with what you got because that's your personnel, you've already started going to that. You know? So you gotta you gotta I think you gotta whoever does that, you gotta keep the same scheme. And I, like I said, somebody's got to go for this this team. It can't be, it can't be the same stuff. Benching Bernard was a panic move. Um. Okay. I don't see it that way. I mean, because he's benched. If you guys actually pay attention to how many times he's benched guys for messing up, I mean, Billy Price he's yanked him out a million times. Fred Johnson. Bobby Hart. Uh, I mean, he's uh, AJ Green. I mean, he's yanked guys out of games. He doesn't care who it is. And I, to me, that's again not being soft. If you yank out Giovanni Bernard, who's been your starting running back here since Mixon, because he messed up, you're going to yank anybody out. So that should put everybody on their toes, saying, you know, hey, I want to play. You know, don't mess up. <laughs> you know. So that, again, that's where I'm like, it's not anything different than he's done all year. Natural, he's he's pulled guys. He doesn't care who it is. If they're not performing or not doing what they're supposed to do, yeah, Zach is pulled. I keep finding myself defending the guy, but I mean, you guys keep bringing stuff up, and I'm like, but that's not true. <laughs> like that's not what's you, that's not what he's been doing. So anyway, sorry. Uh, let's see, Crown. I wonder this for years. Why can't the Bengals cover the Titans? <laughs> That was the thing you bring that up. That was that was the that was the Colts game. How many times did we see the tight end run wide open right down to freaking Michael? We're playing zone. 
And we're winning the damn game. Why did you play zone then? I don't know. Let's see here. Let's see. You're going off on. I was going off on your Bill Cower impression. Chef spitting while talking all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Anton. Bengals owe us a playoff win in 2021. Or I'm writing. <laughs> like, hey, honestly, look. This is – I really do believe this. If they keep Zach Taylor – I really do believe this. I really do. I, I believe Zach should be fired. I don't think they're going to. But if – Joe Burrow comes back healthy. That'd be. And if they fix the offensive line, which they're going to, they got the third pick pretty well locked up. They're going to draft Sewell. And if they sign the guy from the Giant or the pa uh, Patriots as guard, that's fine. Or they get Wade Wyatt Davis or get somebody else as guard. That's fixed. The offensive line is fixed. And then, then you just got to fix the defense, which you can do it through free agency. You can do it through the draft. These are two things that are very fixable. If that's fixed, then I think we can make a playoff run. It was killing me last night watching. I caught the end of the Browns-Ravens game. It's kind of depressing because Bengals going to be on next Monday. And we're probably going to get stomped. And I was looking so forward to that game. I want to see. I really wanted to see Joe Burrow against the Rappers and the Steelers, or Squealers again. I want to see how he progressed, you know, especially on Monday Night Football. I really wanted to see him on there. And it was just kind of depressing watching how good that game was last night. And what we're going to give them next week. All right, Joe, let's see here. Our O-line is a disaster. I understand last year, but no excuses for. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, I, I, our, they should have fixed the O-line this year. Yes. I, like, I love the pick of T. Higgins. I really do. But that was more of. I'm going to stick this steal this from a guy at work, but he made a good point. That was more of a luxury pick. And the Bengals need to draft for need. They needed a guard. They needed an offensive lineman. They didn't really need a wide receiver. T. Higgins is great. I love T. Higgins. I'm glad he's a Bengal. But that's what they got to do in this draft. They have to make sure that they draft for need. We are not at the point to draft for the best player available. You got to draft for what you, what you need. Now, I'm not saying reach for that guy. If what you need is you can get lower, then maybe you draft out of or trade out of that spot, get more picks, and get the guy you need. That's what the how they should should do this. Uh, the natural. All right. If Burrow wasn't hurt, they would have won some games. Then you're buying into fool's gold. Not to mention Taylor and Burrow still couldn't win. Well, they were winning the Washington game. They would have won that game. They were close to winning a lot of stuff. The deep ball was – that's what you guys got to remember. Things were – the offense was clicking. <laughs> I mean, he was throwing the ball a ton. The offense was clicking. He was doing what they could do with what they had. So, you say buying into fool's gold. Is it fool's gold that Zach was coaching to his talent? What they could do best was a three-step job and get the ball out. That's what they could do. And I think they were doing it pretty efficiently before Burrow got hurt. So, full, if they, okay, they would have won. If they could have won, they beat Washington. They could beat the Giants. They could beat the Cowboys. They beat the Texans. That's what four 
That would give you five, maybe six wins. You could have been six to six to ten. Five, eleven, six and ten. I'm not saying it's great. I, I predicted. I was hoping they'd go eight and eight this year as well. I was hoping they do. <clears throat> but if you do that, they're not firing Zach. And another thing is, just just think. There's another thing I was thinking about today. Just think. This is all. What if? What if this happened? What if AJ Green pass interference at the very first game against the Chargers wasn't called, and Joe Burrow first game of the year comes out, leads his team down the field for a win. I'm telling you, that changes the whole freaking season. Changes the whole season. But we never get the calls. And that's the thing I was just another thing I was saying about Spain yesterday. On we had the, the, the touchdown. Yeah, Spain's holding them, but they never call that. And they call it on the Bengals. It's annoying. Uh okay. Oh, chat's blowing up. Let me see here. Uh all right, natural uh, Keith. Keith, talking defense. People are saying Nick Easton needs to go. Our defense, defensive line are not fighting off blocks good at all. There's a lot of changes I think could happen in the coaching staff. And I do think that I said this before that when Zach got the job, he had to hurry up and get a coaching staff because he, Really didn't take over the job until after the Super Bowl. I think it was like three weeks before the combine started. So I don't necessarily know if he got exactly the guys he wanted. I know some of the guys he did, but you know maybe there's other guys that he. I, I'm just spitballing. I don't know for a fact. I'm just saying it's an awful short amount of time to try to pick your coaching staff. Um, so there could be. I think there should be. There's got to be changes on the coaching staff if you keep Zach Taylor. You've got to change something. Hopefully a lot. Because, I mean, if you guys remember, like I said, Marvin Lewis got here, and I wish I, I, nobody could remember the guy's name, but we had the offensive coordinator who was the OC when LeBeau was here, and we kept him forever. And people kept calling to get rid of him, calling to get rid of him. And they finally got rid of him. And, it, you know, after that, it seemed like Marvin was able to get rid of coaches um, easier, you know. And it took a little while to actually get Zimmer and to get um, Jay Gruden, you know, to get these guys because those are his two best offensive corner, offensive defense corners. Those are the two best he had in all thirteen seasons he was here. Let's see here. O line is fixed with that. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. You do either one of those, the O line is fixed, and it's a whole different thing. Bates is the man. Bates is. Uh, awesome player. Burrow is a man. Yep. Offense line is the key. A- exact offense, offense and defense line. You, you, you gotta get both of those fixed. <clears throat> Matthew, what's up? Go Bearcats. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see here. I agree on the draft O line, D line, but corner needs depth. Green, Ross, Erickson are likely gone. We need two wide receivers minimum. Yeah, I mean, that, that, the, the draft isn't the beat-all, the end-all for me. You, We've got to be able to mix and match and do free agency and the draft, like they did last year. I mean, they they did a good job. They concentrated they solely concentrated on the defense last year. That was their whole thing, a secondary. You know, they didn't concentrate on the pass rush because – I think they thought Dunlap was still going to be a good pass rusher for us. 
And he just didn't want to be here anymore, unfortunately. I mean, he's showing that because how he's playing in Seattle. So I think him not playing the way they thought he was, that's why they just went mostly with the secondary because you got him, Hubbard, and Lawson, those three going. And if, if Dunlap is having a normal Dunlap year, you're getting pressure on the quarterback. And Geno coming up the middle, and then they signed Reader, which he's hurt. So everybody they counted on as far as on that defensive line, most of them either underperformed or got hurt. So that's another reason that and that's and I agree, I don't disagree about the DBs, but if you get pressure on the quarterback, that makes the secondary that much better, you know. So I agree we gotta find some depth at corner, but the bigger issue to me is getting to that quarterback. You get them, you make them throw the ball faster than they want to, makes it a lot easier to cover them. Uh all right, Keith. All right, Burrow, Burrow being a rookie without any preseason. Think about it. Burrow, our wide receivers, was learning the timing of each other during the regular season game. Burrow did a very, very good job. Yes. And again, I will say this. I'm going to defend Zach again. I don't know why I keep that. But again, to me, that's a good coaching job by Zach of helping them get all this together, you know? You know, get, and again, getting Brandon Allen to play as good as he did last week. You know, I don't know why I keep defend, defending Zach, but people keep saying stuff. I'm like, well, but you have to look at the stuff that he's doing, you know. And I know wins. We want wins. We want wins. We only got four four wins. It's not good enough. I am not saying that, but I just get tired of everybody blaming this. And like, but he's not. I can see a lot of good stuff he's done, in my opinion. All right, Mike. Let's see here. What's up? Uh, people get upset with Zach because they think he doesn't do his job as far as yelling at players. But when he does his job by benching people, are still not satisfied. <laughs> Can't? Yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> I I agree with you, Mike. That's where I'm like, what do you what do you want him to do? He's you know, he benches guys. You get upset, he benches them. You want him to scream at them too? I, what's the difference? They're not playing. It's more. I guarantee you, I if I was an NFL player, I'd rather you yell at me, cuss at me, call my mom this, and then put me right back in the game. You don't say a word to me. You sit my ass down and don't and have no clue when I'm playing. Trust me, that's going to hurt a hell of a lot more than you yelling at me. All right, yell at me. Cool, great. Can I go play? You know. So, all right. Uh, let's see, Nacho. Uh. Uh, honestly, I don't think Mike Brown was a big of a fan of, of the Taylor hire. It was more of a Blackburn's decision. Why do you say that? I, was, I thought I didn't think anything when <laughs> any decision got made without a without Mikey boy. All right, John, who's the backup quarterback next year? I'm hoping they sign somebody to me because you can't, you don't know. I think there's a very good chance that Joe Burrow will be back at the beginning of the year next year. And the reason I say that because Carson Palmer. Had an injury. He got injured in January, and he came back. Joe got injured in November, so there's a very good chance that he, he will be back at the beginning of the year. But <clears throat> options for backup QBs. I like Fitzmagic. Another one I brought up is Andy Dalton. You could bring him back, and people are like, why do you just keep him last year? Because he's you don't pay a backup quarterback as much as – well, at least the Bengals don't pay a backup quarterback as much as 
Andy was going to make. Yeah, he, they get, they paid a million dollars in Dallas, but he was set to make more money with the Bengals. But I mean, you you just get a guy who I don't want like Jameis Winston or um, <clears throat> Cam Newton. I want a guy who knows he's a backup, but can be a good replacement until Joe gets back. So it has nothing to do with the play of those two. They want to be starting QBs. And I just don't want the – I don't want them to make waves. I don't think there's going to be any controversy. I mean, the, everybody knows this is Joe's team. So you got to also look at it that way. If they do come here, they know when Joe's back, it's his team. So you could go with Winston. Cam – just doesn't fit what the Bengals do. Right? So he wouldn't be a good, he would not be a good option. Uh, the natural. Uh, if he is, if he is doing, isn't getting him anywhere, any wins, then he's the problem. Yeah, I, I know you keep, I, I, I guess I know natural. You keep saying that. I, I understand. <laughs> Four wins is not enough. I, I understand that. I'm not arguing that point. I'm just saying I don't think he's as bad <clears throat> as everybody says he is. And just the stuff that people bring up isn't true. <laughs> you know, he does hold people accountable. You know, he is, I think, a good coach. He's worked with – he. the offense is what they could do, you know. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying we should keep him. I'm, four wins is not good enough. I agree with you. I'm not arguing that. My argument is what the things that people always get mad at him and blame Zach for – it's not true, in my opinion. All right. Uh, let's see here. Tony, I get why you're defending Zach, but you have said he should be fired. Why do you think he should be fired then? Like I just said, four wins in two years. It's it's hard to keep a guy like that. I mean, it is. I mean, that, that's just the nature of the beast. That's the nature of NFL football. It's It's, I want winners. You don't win, you don't keep your job. You know, the reason I'm defending is because people say stuff that I'm like, okay, but he's doing this. So what? And uh, the, all, all everybody's mad about if he's winning, nobody's saying fire Zach Taylor. So you guys keep coming up with all these different things about this and this and this. If he's winning, you're not firing him. You know, that's the truth. He's not winning. That's why everyone wants him fired. You can make up all these other excuses about this and this and this. If he's winning, you're not firing him. And you, you can't deny that. <laughs> so, all these other things are just excuses. Well, he does this. Well, no, no, this is what he actually does. Well, he does this. No, no, this is actually what he does. You know, I'm just speaking facts of what he's actually doing in the games and what he's done. You know, it comes out that I'm defending him, but you guys keep throwing stuff out there that oh, this is why he, we should fire him. We should fire him because he's won only four games. That's it. That's the only reason you want to fire him. That's the only reason I want to fire him. That's why you get fired. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, Keith. Hang on. Uh, The problem is with Zach Taylor, people are looking at him as an offensive coordinator more than being a head coach. I believe we have an identity problem for our head coach. What's What's the identity problem? I mean... Uh, people, uh, people ask me, what's the identity of the Bengals? Well, the identity of the Bengals is Joe Burrow. He was your best player. So you ride that guy <laughs> and that's what he did. So our identity is that, like I said, the games that we won, 
I'm pretty sure we ran the ball pretty good. And that helped. I think if you've seen what Zach wants to do, he wants to have a balanced attack, run game, passing game, all that. But if you don't have a line that can run, it's hard to do that. So I think our our, our people have said, what well, you know, I've asked you, well, I don't think this team has an identity. Sure they do. It's Joe Burrow, and we drop back, three-step drop, throw the ball. <laughs> That's what they can do. That's what they were good at. They're not – I mean, and that makes – that's a mark of a of a not a very good team when you can really only do one thing good, but you're really good at it because they did it pretty good. So, <clears throat> all right. Natural. How do you – you only win four games with Dunlap, Gino, Green, Bates. Well, <clears throat> Dunlap – didn't play for us. Atkins hasn't done a whole lot. Green hasn't done a whole lot. Boyd and Bates and Burrow. There you go. You got three of them. That's how. I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to argue with that, but I mean, Dunlap didn't do crap for us. Gino hasn't done anything. AJ hasn't done anything. Boyd, Bates, and Burrow all played great. So I mean, that's why you you have you have you counted on Dunlap, you count on, on Atkins, and they really haven't done anything for you this year. And Green hasn't done anything. So you have three of the guys that you're counting on, and they don't do anything for you. That's that's a problem. You know, that's how you, that's how you only one of the reasons you only win four games because guys that you're counting on making plays and doing being great players for you haven't been great players. They all all those guys have been mediocre players this year at best. I mean, Dunlap has went the Seattle has played better, but Gino hasn't done anything. AJ hasn't done anything. Bates is all pro. <clears throat> Boyd's been awesome. Joe, Joe Burrow would have been rookie of the year. So the other three who've been here, who you're counting on to lead the way, haven't done crap. So I, I, you're, I guess you, to me, you're making my point. <laughs> that that's how you only win four games. You have these guys who have been there and know how to win and don't do anything for you. What do you got, Tony? Exactly, he's winning, and nobody cares. Zach's not winning. I don't know. I'm not sure which one there. Um, okay. But it hasn't he hasn't won, and that's why he should be fired. I've I'm agreeing with you. I've said that. How else do you evaluate, evaluate coaching? I just said that. Natural, love you, dude. But I have said multiple times on the show today, last week, four wins is not enough. He needs to be fired. I agree with you. That's the nature of coaching. You get judged by wins and losses. You ask the question of how can he how can he win with these guys? Well, or how can he win four games? These guys they're not performing. And sorry, but the coach can only do so much if your team's not performing. Yeah, it falls on him, but it's also the players, you know. But yes, I'll say it again. Four wins in two years is not enough. I think he should be fired. I don't think he will be. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm not sure why he keeps saying that because I've, I'm agreeing with you. He should be fired. Four wins is not enough. And, and like I said, everybody keeps bringing all this other stuff up. Well, Zach did this, Zach did that. If he's winning, nobody brings any of that stuff up. Winning fixes everything. Uh, Landon. Uh, I think Green's career is over, but he, he had a decent last two games. Well, he had a decent game last week. Or, yeah, that was that was about it. All right, Keith, what calls did Zach make on our defense for our defense? 
what players on our defense actually look up to Zach Taylor. I think Zach is way caught up in the offense. It's a problem in terms of being a head coach. I don't know. I'm not inside Paul Brown Stadium, so I have no idea. Um, but they're that's why you have a defensive coordinator. I mean, Marvin, I don't know what Marvin Lewis had to do with the offense. He's a defensive defensive coach. So, you know, they're a head coach, but they're usually either a defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator before that or a special teams guy. So I I get to what you're saying. I don't have an answer for you, but there's lots of head coaches like that. You know, I don't think Marvin had a whole lot to do with the offense. I mean, I could be wrong, but. Uh, Zach needs out of here. Yeah. Oops, shoot. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I'm tired of losing too. Trust me, I'm sick and tired of losing. I'm, yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, and people are taking me defending Zach that I want to keep him. I don't think we should keep him. I'm just tired of people saying this other stuff. Uh, the, uh, the only, uh, you know, well, he does this, well, he does that. We're not winning. Wait, we won four games. That's the reason he should be fired. That's it. You know, quit saying all this other stuff that he does this. He's won four games in two years. That's it. Fire him. <laughs> you know, that's the way football is. So anyway, um, I'm about to jump off here because I want to go watch college football uh, preview or not preview uh the uh, ranking show. So I'm going to jump off here. Been on an, almost an hour and a half by myself. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Sorry, Jeremy. Sorry, fans of Jeremy. <laughs> he wasn't on the show today, but sometimes it happens and you're just stuck with me. So I'm the originator of the show anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, ask you guys to come join the Facebook groups that me and Jeremy and Mike help run. They are Bengals Nation, Bearcats Country, Reds Country, and Cyclones Country. I also ask you to get on uh, Ohio State Bucknuts. I hope it got put on the link there on the channel or on the page today because I couldn't do it. I'm down here by myself. Um, to be fair, after the show, I'm going to put it on the podcast. Uh, it's on Bean Pod, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, pretty much wherever you get it. Like, rate, review. Give me a five-star review. I would love it. Follow me on all my social media platforms. All under sports with strawberry ice. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go to the ice bar. That's a new well, not new one. I've had it. I just started telling everybody about it again. Uh, it's just fun, interactive stuff we can do with uh, the regular callers, the regular viewers of the show. Uh, YouTubers, we're at 740. I was at 741 yesterday. I'm at 740 today. So try to get to a thousand. I really need to get to a thousand. You get to a thousand, then YouTube starts blasting us out more, and we can get more and more content, more and more people on here at different places and make the show a lot more fun. Other than that, you guys had a wonderful day. And as my boy Jeremy Dean says, remember one thing. You don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. So act like it. Who day? And that's just sports, baby. See ya! See ya!